Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Oh, hello. This is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Gonna do a little bit of a different app. And, you know, it's been a while since we've done a different app. I feel like we are owed a different app from time to time. You're so defensive already. I feel like we deserve <laughs> a different app from time to time. Uh, we, uh, w- What's the justification here? What's the reasoning for this here? I feel like there are certain weeks where Rachel and I have a tough time coming up with good, meaty, beefy, delicious topics. I, just got, times... I got really hungry for like a, a steak while describing that. <laughs> there, there is no shortage of wonderful things, but sometimes there are wonderful things that aren't 10 minutes worth of wonderful, let's yes. say. And sometimes also your brain is in a spot that won't really let you think of wonderful things <laughs> because of just everything that's going on. But you can't really blame that because your brain is also sort of predisposed to uh, the them dark thoughts. But guess what? We do have an episode for you this week. And maybe this one's even more, will provide more value to you. Maybe after last week's episode, you were like, damn, I can't go out and play laser tag right now. But this week, maybe this this will be more actionable. What are we doing, hon? Uh, so this week, Griffin and I are focusing on the wonderful things that are particularly useful to you right now as someone stuck in your house. I think the way we've described it is a little self-care gift basket. We're going to put together, or did we say gift box? I guess let's establish that first. (laughs) Is it a basket? Is it a box? What kind of container are we going to be putting? I've literally organized all of these things thinking of like sliding them into a box or a basket. Um, Are you going to have to sort of edit and uh, twist? A lot of mine don't fit in a basket. Well, just find a way to kind of get it in a container. Maybe maybe it's not a basket. Maybe it's like a sedan. Maybe it's the trunk. Maybe it's the trunk of a midsize sedan. Still won't really work for me, but I'll figure it out. It's a (laughs) self-care sedan trunk that we're putting together for you. Um and yeah. what about a bubble? What about a big like dome? What if you were had a dome? It's a self care biodome, and that's funny because <laughs> my first thing is actually the movie Biodome. Are Watch we not going to do small it. wonders? Like are these, I mean, these are all kind pretty of, okay. small. Okay. Uh, if I had something that I was excited about, guess what? It's going in the fucking sedan. It's going <laughs> in the biodome. Uh, so yeah, we just have a bunch of stuff to talk about, and let's just do that. Do you want to start? Do you want me to crack open? I was hoping you would start. Okay, let me just, uh, those are the keys. Oh, it's empty. Let me get this spare tire out of here because we don't want this. (laughs) And we have a jack back here. They're not going to want this in their self-care box. Mm -hmm. My first thing that I have in the self-care sedan is just some celery sticks. Celery sticks are very important to me right now because- Wow, I didn't know that. Well, vegetables and produce, I now have a sort of new respect for. Um, There's a lot of stuff that, you know, it's it's tougher to find these days. And I'm realizing that, um, and I hate to sing the Joni Mitchell song every single time, but don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. And they paved celery sticks or all vegetables really and put up a parking lot. Celery sticks, one, I like the taste of celery. So fucking sue me. I like it. I think it's a good vegetable. Oh, I think it's a good what about vegetable. all the chewing, though? I like the chewing. I like the chewing, and oh. I like the chomp. And I like the cool snap of it, right? Yeah. And on a hot day, eating some celery, getting uh, getting your chompers into uh, one of those like veggie trays on a hot, bl- blustery summer day, <laughs> getting one of those cools you right off. It's like you're going into a swimming pool, but in your mouth. And also, guess what? I love dips. So yeah. soon. I reloaded on hummus, by the way, in case you were but, concerned. Yeah, dude. 
Yes, yeah. noise. Uh, <laughs> but like Fritos, I've been doing where we uh, don't have a lot. We didn't have tortilla chips. We did have an, a very old bag of Fritos that I used to eat one of those little guacamole <laughs> cups. I love guacamole. I do not like eating old Fritos. Mm-hmm. Celery is like you can eat a billion of those and you're not going to get that Frito gut where you feel bad because of all the, the Frito-based that foods that you That is the thing, ate. right? So like uh, uh, the desire to snack has increased significantly but turns out if you have a fruit or vegetable that is mostly water it's good like, baby that's Let it like ride. you can eat as much as you want it's like a it's like a, a good sort of supporting co-star to the dip because it's like i'm just gonna i'm gonna sit in the back seat i'm gonna let it i'm gonna say stay in the background and let you hummus take the stage and command it and i'm just gonna be back here supporting you i'm not gonna try and uh you know i'm not gonna cut you off i'm not gonna interrupt you i'm not gonna overshadow you i think celery sticks are bomb ass good and i like them and let me just look at that they barely take up any space we have so much more room in this sedan (laughs) what do you got uh you know it you love it it's muffins Muffins. A lot. Okay. A lot of folks are talking about bread right now. Everybody's all on bread, right? Here's the thing about bread huge time commitment. Hard. And you have to have some yeast. Or you can make your own yeast. Again, time commitment. Make your own yeast? There are folks doing that. Make your. How? That's what like a starter is. But you got to have the starter to get the starter, right? Somebody's got to make that first starter, right? Who made the first yeast? Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Muffins, okay? No yeast. Hardly any time commitment, Mm. all right? You can store it for a long time. I looked, saw you can store muffins at room temperature for five days, right? Okay. We keep them in the fridge. That's a week. That's a week right there. Easy. We we definitely push that sometimes. We (laughs) definitely have some chocolate chip muffins in there that are at least two weeks old. That's okay. That's okay. Muffins take like 20 minutes to make or less. No problem. Um, And then it's just like flour, sugar, some baking powder, milk, vegetable oil, egg, and then whatever you want your sweet stuff to be. Yeah. I have done, I've done applesauce, I've done cinnamon, I've done chocolate chip. Uh, Anything you're thinking of banana bread, why not pour that in a muffin tin? You got a little snack size. Don't just, be don't be so close minded. Put it in a muffin tin. Yeah, I I I have been all about the muffins. We constantly have muffins in our fridge. I ensure that uh, that is my goal for each week is to yes. create a muffin. I mean, as long as we're exploring food, you know it. You knew this was coming at some point. Hard <laughs> candy, the candy that's hard. Uh, this is this is Griffin and I. Yes. We're we're Mars and Venus over here because uh-huh. I am all about that chocolate. Yeah. You know, I want something creamy that I can bite into right. that that scratches my, my sweet tooth, but in a very chewy way. Right. I mean, I like the chewy. If I had my druthers, I would eat Sour Patch Kids breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But the problem is that that much raw sugar tonnage entering my system <laughs> hurts my body so fucking bad. It does. Bad. It really does. It really, really does. Hard candy gives you that flavor but it dispenses it in a much more time release manner yeah you get that flavor for longer so you know i'm good with a lifesaver i'm good with a jolly rancher i actually have a bag of jolly ranchers in my car which i drove for the first time in a very long time over the weekend and those jolly ranchers in our oven like garage have (laughs) not fared well um but here's the other thing 
I've been making hard candy. Yeah, I was wondering home. if you were going to get into this. Our, uh, our, we work with a, a social media manager named Sarah who uh, came to one of the shows that we did in Florida and brought hard candy. And she was like, I made this. And I was like, you can, you can make candy? <laughs> Uh, and so she she hooked me up with a recipe. I got a bunch of different flavoring oil adventures to and go molds. on. Don't and forget about the molds. I got a bunch molds. of molds. I got some. Uh, I almost called it a pop stick. Our son calls <laughs> lollipops pop sticks, and that's very good. But I made some for him, and it's like he looks at me like I'm like I'm his hero for the first time. I know. And it's wicked easy. It's he's like you made this for me. <laughs> he's very sweet about it. But it's like three ingredients. And then the, whatever flavoring and food color you want to add to it, and then you just make it, and then you have, we have so much hard candy, and it's fun, and it tastes good, and it's a hobby. Oh, and the citric acid, don't forget about that. I got some that. citric acid, I'm still, I'm afraid of the citric acid. Yeah. I don't want to burn my tongue or the tongue of my f- beloved family members. I am glad that you brought this here, because I feel like I have not found a way to appreciate you enough for the hard candy, because I yes. personally am not a huge fan of the hard candy, so I'm glad you brought it here. You don't eat my creation to get That's the recognition true. you deserve thank you uh yeah i got i i think maybe i might make some today if henry's nap goes well might make some of that chai tea candy that i uh i'm very very excited about so mm-hmm. we'll we'll keep you all updated um but yeah just the general concept also of getting a new hobby is very powerful during these times yeah it's true but you can't put a concept into the sedan but i've slid the hard candy right next to my celery okay so this this is going to be where my um, my items will be around the car. Okay. Um, my first one, I'm taking you up to the roof and I'm saying, why don't you lay down on top of that car for 10 minutes and get some sun? Getting a little bit of sun. Mm-hmm. This okay. is the thing I do. So I realized something that was going to be mentally healthy for me was to think about this as a long summer vacation and think about it as if I am a 11 year old and I've just, you know, I've broken for the summer. I got nothing going on. Yeah. And why not just sit outside for 10 minutes, pretend I'm just catching some rays? Getting some of that good mm. sun D. I've talked about how I love the sun, right? But here's the thing got it, got it on your fucking bod, don't you? I, <laughs> Have we talked about that before? No, oh, I don't want to. Oh, okay. I mean, we can talk about it. I. There was a period of time in our history uh, in which tribal tattoos were very popular, and the year was 2000, and I was a freshman in college, and I wanted to get a tattoo, and I thought, I want to get something that I'm not going to get tired of, and that was the sun. So I have a tribal sun on my back. It's Well, it's on your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's... It's about the size of my palm. It's not huge, yeah, it's but cute. it's not tiny either. It's cute. I like it. It suggests an, uh, <laughs> a different era. Yes, absolutely. Hey. <laughs> Listen, you got out pretty good. There's a lot of worse sort of uh, body body mods from that era that you could have in, ended up with. True. Um, yeah, so I just, I go out for 10 minutes. I mean, it's not like I'm like full on suntanning like I'm at the beach. I just no. go out for 10 minutes. It makes me feel like I'm on summer vacay. Yes. Does good things for my D levels. And uh, I would recommend it. I know a lot of people don't have like a backyard right now. They don't have a big space to really really stretch out but just 10 minutes in the sun i think it's important and i'd recommend it yeah no more than that be smart about it yeah if it was any more than that you would you would i would chide you but you're very you were very uh responsible with that i get in and out take care of your skin give it just a a kiss of the d of the d that sounds awful (laughs) sounds awful 
Um, I have a Nintendo Switch on here, but I feel like that's we've. I would be retreading so much ground. But it has been like truly, truly. I cannot imagine what. Well, these and also past... switches, I think, are kind of hard to get right now. So right, but um, you know, I don't think. I think this this is a fairly fantastical self care sedan. So oh, okay, all right, um, all right. But I just like having games on hand. I, I I wish I could say like phone games. I used to like play a lot of games on my phone, and I've tried out a lot, and there's just nothing that's really set unless me. you are on that words with friends lifestyle. I, I that I, I am on. I'm not on it. Um, so instead, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stick with an Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I think a video game that yeah, you can play anywhere, I think, is very valuable. Uh, it's something that is uh, something that's beefy. You can really sink some time into something that's online. Uh, mm-hmm. I have very much enjoyed that aspect of Animal Crossing, of getting to like go visit friends uh, and, and see their islands and stuff like that. Uh, I've been playing an online Final Fantasy game, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which I used to play a lot of and then fell off. I've been getting back into it because uh, I got a couple buddies that play it, and it's nice to sort of circle back with them and just seeing like, I've talked about this before, but seeing, I think I did an online gaming segment where it's just like seeing characters move and knowing that it's like, other people moving them is like a very very lightweight but kind of uh cool like uh, uh social response mm-hmm. so uh yeah get with get with that get with that program um also i know i have more topics than you and uh this episode's going by very very quickly and also i missed this on the food segment when we were talking about food get yourself a little jar of pre-minced garlic <laughs> It go listen. You put garlic in ever. I put garlic in everything. Garlic goes in everything with me. I love it. But mincing it means either a bunch of tedious knife work, or it means getting out the slap chop, or whatever the uh, off-brand slap chop is. That you got me. <laughs> Uh, first of all, that slap chop is dope as hell, but it's not very fun to clean, but it does make mincing garlic very fast. Do you know what makes it even faster? When someone else already did it for me and put it in a little jar. Yeah. And I know people are going to say like, oh, when it's fresh. I know. I know. I know. I know. But when it's in the <laughs> jar, I don't have to do it. And I can just kind of do a little bloop. I don't even have to get a spoon in that. I've stopped using a spoon and dipping the spoon in and getting some of that. I just open the jar and just do a little like splash of it right into whatever I'm cooking. <laughs> and then I go and then I go on with my day. And it makes mm. cooking so much fucking faster. It's like, yeah, I know I could make my own raisins if I let those grapes dry out. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to buy raisins. Sometimes you do want to buy raisins. I will say uncut like a, a big bulb of garlic that keeps forever, and it I does. appreciate that. It I buy does. some rosemary to like season my uh, sous vide projects with. That shit lasts like six minutes, and then it's like toast, and then it's like putting old pine. Hey, I got a secret though. Yeah. A lot of our uh, neighbors have rosemary in their front yard. Do, are you plundering our? No, I'm not. I'm not. But I could. But you very easily could. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to, here's the problem. I don't necessarily want to put this jar of pre cut garlic in the sedan. Well, you keep it closed. I got to keep it very closed, very tight. And I'm going to wrap it in like foam because if like we hit a, a curb or something and the thing shatters, it's going to ruin the rest of the items in the self care <laughs> sedan. Um, hey, can I open up the passenger side door? of the sedan and holler at you to steal you away. Yes. I know that was a long one. <laughs> there, I saw this thing online that was like, um, whatever the number one song was on your 12th birthday, 
is like your official theme song for life. And I saw some people po- post oh, some like post some. Uh, you can do it. You can type in uh, your birthday and then the the you know the year and then uh, number one song, and it'll show you. People were posting up some fucking bricks. Wait, you're I supposed was, to be twelve? Yes, your twelfth okay. birthday. Uh, people were posting up some fucking bricks and I was getting real, real worried. But then I checked mine and it was No Scrubs by TLC. And I was like, this is, we can work with this. We can work with this. If this is my entrance music into the wrestling ring, then we can do this. We can work with it. Oh, What'd you get? mine was the sign by Ace of Base. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, yes, that is so appropriate for you, I feel like. I do love Ace of Base. You do. I feel like I've heard you karaoke that song or something before. I feel like, or it, it used to like come up in our, we had like a 90s playlist that we used to play for Henry all the time. And it would it would show up in it a lot. And you were always very enthusiastic about it. Fuck yeah, we scored so big, man. <laughs> it could have been like uh, Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. Or something. Oh, I yeah, cannot be believe hard. I remembered the name of that fucking band. I feel like everybody remembers the name of that band specifically because of that song. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, I'm rolling down the window on my passenger side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you to steal you away. Okay. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis, um, website design or website functionality. And you think that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. 
So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Can I read a Jumbotron for you? Yes, you can. This message is for Stephen. It is from Mal. Peanut, I adore you. Thank you for loving me and loving me and loving me again. You're the bestest and my beanie, and I cannot wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Sorry one of my Animal Crossing villagers shares your nickname. Let's make quesadillas sometime. Love, Mal. Which villager do you think it is? Do you think it's like, uh, what's a what's a bat? What's a bat? Who wouldn't you want to share? I mean, peanut. Isn't there a peanut? Oh, yeah. Man. I think there actually is. Yeah, that's what's happening here. Do you know about... Uh, this is a a complete Animal Crossing tangent, but there's a villager named Raymond who is the cat that has the two I different color eyes. You got him like uh-huh. very very early yeah. on. Are you aware of how horny sort of the internet is for this? <laughs> no animal. Okay. No, I mean he's he's very dapper. What this is? It's not appropriate for this podcast. Let's remind me to circle back when we're done recording. But the <laughs> internet very badly is uh, very very attracted to this rabbit. Uh, here it or rabbit is a cat. I was showing my own sort of, uh, I was thinking of Lola Bunny. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here's another one that was sent in by uh, Keister. Or no, it's for Keister. It's from Sarah, who says, Dear Keister, I can't believe we have been in wedded bliss for five years now. I'm so lucky that you found me in that anime group seven years ago and told me about your lucky halo underwear. I can't wait for many more years of late night Hogwarts runs, Stardew farming, Pokemon catching, and reading daddy hugs to baby B. Love your butt, Sarah. Love your butt. I don't know if that was declarative or (laughs) if it was, you know what I mean? Like Like, I'm your butt. And it, this is from me. Oh, n- oh, shit. Okay, so there's three ways to read this. <laughs> One is love your butt, Sarah. Or it's love your butt. Or it's love your butt. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way as like instructional. You're right. Love your butt. What's oh. that called? What's it? There's declarative, interrogative. What's it called when you make it? Imperative? Command? Imperative. Yeah, I think that's it. Mm. Wow, we're freaking smart. Aren't we? <laughs> Strange planets, curious technology, and a fantastic vision of the distant future. Featuring Martin Starr. So we're going on day 14. Shuttle still hasn't come. Aparna Nancherla. The security system provides you with emotional security. You do the rest. Echo Kellum. Can you disconnect me or not? Hurry Kondabolu. I'm staying. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Jeffrey McGiver. Could you play Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun? It's The Outer Reach. Stories from Beyond. Now available for free at MaximumFun.org or anywhere you listen. Ooh, this sedan's got a lot more room in it. And also right next to it is somebody laying out in the sun, which we're going to have to... On the roof. On the roof. We're going to have to cram them into this sedan somehow. But what you what you got next? Okay. Um, I am asking you to climb in the back seat. Oh, go. Yes, I'm, I am there. Absolutely. <laughs> Fall asleep. Oh. <laughs> and have good dreams. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have no control over that. Here's the thing, though. Okay. Last night I had a dream where me and my best friend Sarah were at a bar together. And I woke up and I thought, how nice that I can still have dreams where I can go out and do things with people I care about. 
Yes. So here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I want I want you to really treasure those dreams and where possible, you know, try and create an environment where you can have those dreams. So I was reading about dreams, right? And during non-REM sleep, your brain slows down. But when you enter REM, that's where your brain becomes as active as it is when you're awake. So here's the thing, right? You got to get, you got to get that REM. That REM happens towards the end of your sleep cycle. Right. And there's just nothing better than having those dreams where you see those people that you don't get to see anymore and you get to spend time with them and you get to do fun things out in the world. I really treasure those dreams now. And I know I can't make myself have them, Mm -hmm. but it's nice to wake up and be like, oh, I got to do this fun thing with my friend. How cool is that? Uh, To add to that, I would say if you are having, like myself, extremely vivid bad dreams all the time during this (laughs) quarantine, do yourself a favor and Google it. Like, why the fuck am I having such bad, bad dreams? dreams uh, or why the fuck am I so sleepy all the time during all this and because you're gonna find a lot of articles of uh, actual smart scientist people explaining why you are responding to the uh, global trauma that we are all experiencing right now and how that's perfectly normal reading stuff like that makes me feel a lot better yeah that's true um, knowing that there's a, a a reason for it uh, I have let's see what else am I gonna tuck in there because you've just tucked dreams in there and it doesn't leave a lot of room <laughs> Uh, okay, let's hit. Let's hit you with this. Sense. Now is the time to start getting into scent. Sense. Sentus. Smells. <laughs> Good smells. Yeah. Uh, not uh, my my olfactory sense is one I neglect. Uh, I would say uh, more than more than my other ones. Uh, but this has been the period where I'm like, you know what? I'm making hard candy. I'm trying to change. I want something positive to take out of all this nastiness. And so this is the time when I'm like, what if I start smelling good starting today, this far no further? I'm not going to provide free advertising for the brand that I have uh, decided to go with, but I have a very nice little container of a solid sort of like wax cologne that I uh, do a little dabba there, a little dabba there, a little yabba dabba dabba right there on my wrists. (laughs) And then uh, I I go about my day. And a lot of the time, you know, it's just, I guess, for Rachel and it's it's for myself too. I like sitting, I've never thought about scent that way that's true i like sitting on my computer and catching a whiff of something and be like mm, some something smells quite mm-hmm. handsome and it's me i do this at night before i go to bed i usually put on a nice lotion you always smell so good in and bed it, and it's uh it's real pleasing to me yeah so yeah i agree with you i think it's a i think a, a in addition to like new hobbies some sort of new routine yes. is very cool right now because it like for one thing it gives you a nice way to kind of mark the time a little bit more because time has uh become so abstract and strange and and you gotta tame it like a fucking wild abstract bronco yeah. and having routines like this i feel like are very helpful so yeah. get into get into make find a way to make yourself smell a different way it's fun it is fun i've been burning more more candles too i've been like i i just looked over i've gone through my trash can was full of empty candles because <laughs> i've just been really rocking them um along those lines of new hobbies uh and, and we're not the only ones doing this. I know both Griffin and I are doing this, but skincare. Skincare. 
Here's the thing. I was lucky enough. I have had maybe two or three facials in my entire life, and I happened to have one right before quarantine, and I found out some guidance on the skincare, and it's kind of changed things for me a little bit. First of all, I was exfoliating too much. Oh, my God. You are not supposed to exfoliate as much as I was exfoliating. You, there would be days where you would just be a skeleton skull. <laughs> there would be days where you would come to bed and be like, ah, want to kiss? And I'd be like, no, you're a, you're a spooky skeleton I was skull. told to exfoliate like once or twice a week's tops. No, the, but you look like a muscly, you look like a, one of those um, like muscle statues that they have <laughs> at schools to teach you where your muscles are. Okay, I was confused about where you were going with that. You did, you did give me a statue. Quite a I think stare. statue is what threw me. I think most people wouldn't call them a statue. I forget what they're a mannequin. Calling. A mannequin is usually yeah, what you a hear. scary muscle mannequin. <laughs> That's what you were to me. Uh, do that, do some, do, do a mask, do a mask mm. maybe once a week. Uh, moisturize, you know, regularly. Uh, wash your face every day. That wasn't even something I was doing. I wasn't even washing my face every day. Oh. Now? But you were exfoliating? How's that possible? I, I was, so instead of washing, I was exfoliating often. Whoa. I know. I know. I thought, like, why clean the skin when you can just remove it? <laughs> <laughs> That's how Nicolas Cage cleans his face. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I think, I mean, you've got time. You're looking to create a new routine. This is obviously one that's good for you. So, you know, it doesn't feel like, let's say you're somebody like me and you're very practical. Mm. And you think, I only want to do things that are good for me and useful. This is one of them. Yeah. I would also like to put in the trunk the mindset of you can also do things that aren't good and useful. That yeah. make you just this happy. This is going to take some work on my part. <laughs> I... It beca- the my creation of hard candy was very difficult for it Rachel to understand. For me. It was we I remember we had a conversation about like, yeah, I just ordered stuff to make candy and you were like, I don't understand how that's going to benefit me and Henry <laughs> and our family and I had to be like, Oh no, it's just I would like to make hard candy. I, and okay, be fun. here is the thing. This is probably common for a lot of people. I am entered into a survival mindset where I think like, all right. What is this going to do for the family? How is this going to get us forward? Like, what what is this doing to make sure that all of us, you know, can thrive as a unit? And Griffin was like, hey, this is just something I want to do for me. And I was like, huh. Oh, yeah, okay. That's probably good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, although now I can sort of write it off on my taxes because Henry has eaten at least two of the popsticks. That so I'm in the clear sort of justification <laughs> wise. Uh, what do I got? Oh, speaking of our, our little beautiful angel, I'm going to talk about one of his toys that I always snatch up and play with for oh. hours on end. I am talking about magnetiles. Magnetiles yes. are so good. These are little geometric shapes. They are squares. They are triangles. They are different kinds of triangles. Different colors, different too. Different colors. Everything is different colors, and they're plastic, and inside of them, on the edges of these shapes, they have magnets, and so you just snap them together, and folks, it is hypnotic. It is so soothing to just take six squares and make a fucking cube out of them, and then you put some triangles on it, and then what's that? It's a house. Yeah. And then you make a few of those, and now it's a castle, but then you build like a robot torso and put it all together, and now it's like a robot made out of houses? And they're pretty big, too, so it's not like a Lego where no. you know there's hundreds of them, and they're all over your floor. You know, These are chunky enough that you don't lose sight of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very smooth. And you can when you make them into 3D geometric shapes, you can put stuff inside of them. Yeah. Like 
uh, Batman, and now so it's this, like this, yeah. this crystalline robot has captured Batman, and there's so much narrative stuff to play with there. I have I have a new hack where I realize, hey, it's a magnet. We can stick this to the fridge, and then we made little apartments for our little action figures on the fridge. It was real fun. Mm-hmm. And then we did we acted out whole like plays, mm-hmm. like very short one act plays where the Riddler was in a romantic relationship with the penguin. Um, but, you know, things were getting very tense between the two. I don't want to spoil it, but things were getting very tense between the two of them. And then Henry walked up and did do a big smash and our play and our whole set yeah. fell apart. He's still at that age where his greatest delight is to destroy things that you have made. This is not, I'm not joking. Whenever the magnetiles come out, that's my meditation. That's my chill <laughs> moment. Uh, maybe to to a, a, a fault because Henry will be like, "Hey, I do have action figures over here." And I'm like, "Daddy's almost done building this <laughs> yeah, really know, sometimes badass like, mech." Henry's like, "I don't want to play with that," and I understand that you are playing with that, but I would like you to play with me. Right? Um, yeah, magnetiles, man, so chill. Let me toss those in there. Oh no, they landed next to the switch, and the magnets erased all my games. Is that a thing? I always worry about that. Like, if I have a magnet in my purse and I have my credit cards, am I in trouble? Uh, With your credit cards? Yeah, I think so, right? How strong does the magnet have to be? I need to do some research on this. I mean, if you took, like, that neodymium magnet that's, like, always in my room for some reason so I can get little screws out of the shag carpeting, uh, that's a rip. That's a rip on whatever tech you've got on you. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I think a magnetile, you might be okay. Okay. Um. This one is going to be a little tricky. I'm asking you to bring your laptop into the car. Yeah, um, that works. I can fit that. Okay. Okay. Because I am recommending something that we have started doing thanks to our very dear friends, which is a weekly happy hour. Yes. This, I was skeptical, right? Because I don't love Zoom. I don't love the WebEx. I find it difficult to talk to one or two people in that kind of setting. But with our weekly happy hour with our friends, we've got sometimes like up to like 12 people in there and we're all playing a game together on our phone, like a, like a Jackbox game, yeah. you know, we're all like playing with our Zoom backgrounds, you know, we're all looking at each other's beards <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like this is fun and I'm so grateful to have that consistent time on my calendar where I know I will see everybody. Yeah, it's, uh, it is, it is invaluable. It is genuinely, uh, uh, I get emotional thinking about it because like, I feel like that's the kind of stuff I am going to remember from yeah. from this period, or I, I, I fucking hope it's the thing that I remember from this period. It's just such a delight. Like the, even the, like the mechanics of it, the way like somebody will pop up on your screen, you're just, you're just so delighted. And then everyone's like, Norm! Yeah. When they pop in. Yeah. We don't yeah. have a friend named Norm, but that was an example. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I have here and I can slide this in the complete works of Hayao Miyazaki or really just any Studio Ghibli flick that you are feeling any kind of feel good anime that you want to slot in there. Go for it. Um, but I'm talking like specifically like Spirited Away. I'm talking Totoro. I'm talking Howl's Moving Castle. The soundtracks on those are so good. The soundtracks on those. Uh, Henry is very into Kiki's delivery service. Uh, and that's so good and transportative. I think those, those movies sort of are designed to be very transportative. And that is, I love being transported these days. Is transportative? That's a word. Okay. I use it a lot. 
So I've made it a word through brute force at this point. Uh, and if you've seen those movies or you don't feel like watching those movies, you have another way to get away with the uh, with the Hayao Miyazaki collection. And that is the Studio Ghibli Museum, which has been a fairly like clandestine place. Uh, it is in Japan. Uh, you have to like buy tickets to it like well in advance to actually get in. And then it's this like actual little town that is sort of modeled after Studio Ghibli movies. So it is just beautiful and uh, mysterious and very cool, but they don't let you take any pictures or anything. So like there's an element of actual mystery to it, but they have just started doing like YouTube video tours oh, of it. Awesome. And th- the videos are fairly short, but again, like it is for me, cause I didn't get to go the, the couple of times we've been to Japan. Like it is the, um, the, the first time I've gotten to see all this stuff in there. And it's so fucking cool. It's so cool and good. God, I love those movies. Okay. With this one, I'm asking you to fold down the back seats. Make, oh. make a little space for yourself. Okay. No, that's good, because I can lay out in the sun there now, too. Well, could, will you be in the car? So that wouldn't be ideal. I'm talking about like one of those vans where you can fold down the seats and be in your car. Okay, good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm asking you to do a YouTube workout. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here, Here's the thing with the fitness, right? Uh, so I was real into the walks for a while. Mm-hmm. Weather doesn't always make that possible. Right. And not everybody has, you know, the equipment, let's say. Yeah. Um, I found YouTube workouts to be just kind of an endless source. Because here's the thing. Yeah, there's 30-minute workouts. But you know what? There's also 10-minute workouts. Yeah. And there's 20-minute workouts. 20 is the sweet spot. There's there's yoga. There's cardio. There's dance. There's Pilates. There's bar. Uh, it's There's a lot out there. And here's the thing. Some of them have weights. We had a, for a while, before I did the work to find our weights and bring it upstairs, I was using a five-pound container of hand soap as my weight. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um. My friends and I set up this little spreadsheet where we can like track our our fitness. Oh. Uh, And our goal was just to do 70 minutes in seven days. So, you know, that could be just like two workouts or that can be 10 minutes a day. But we like put our little times on there and it's kind of like a nice way to hold each other accountable and also to set a very reasonable goal that you can very easily exceed is is satisfying. That's Supernatural. I've been playing a VR workout game called Supernatural that I talked about on Besties. Uh, and Justin's playing it also. And there's like a weekly scoreboard that shows like how many points you've earned that week. And staying on top of that has been a, a, a real, a very important thing to me in my life. Uh, and... It's, it's, I feel it's, for me, it's not even a health thing necessarily. Like I just kind of feel better on days when I do it. Like I feel yeah. like I have more energy to tackle whatever Henry has to throw at us that particular day. And it's a very tangible thing you can accomplish. You know, yeah. like a lot of us are doing things every day that don't feel especially satisfying, but to have like a thing that you did that's quantifiable, that makes you feel good is nice. Yep. Um, I I think I might actually, oh, I have, uh, getting into puzzles here. Find a puzzle, something that can occupy you. And I'm not even talking about puzzle puzzles. Like it could be. So Rachel and I have been watching Survivor. This season has been, the last season was fucking miserable. The last season made us both want to stop watching the show. They, uh, they, they fucked up in, in a lot of ways, uh, both sort of, 
uh, as a television product and as an ethical sort of thing. Uh, we did give this next season, the one we're on now, a second chance, and it's been fucking real good. It's like all the superstars. It's all the superstars competing together, uh, and it's good. It's good play. It's good stuff. But anyway, uh, they do a lot of slide puzzles on there, and yeah. I, I kept talking about how like I think I do pretty well at this show until it came time for me to do a slide puzzle, and I would absolutely shit the bed at that point because I don't know how to do a slide puzzle. So I've been learning how to do slide puzzles. Oh, good. There's a fairly formulaic way to do it. So just when I have a little bit of time on my hands, boop, 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 solve a slide puzzle. Justin's big into Rubik's Cubes these days. <laughs> Anything that you can just sort of occupy your hands with yeah. a little bit. It's good. Um, that's a pretty good sedan. Yeah. It's weirdly, there's like one little corner where there's some hard candy and celery just kind of rattling around and a little jar of pre-cut garlic. And then there's a human being laying down and sleeping and dreaming in the sun for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's um, a weird car. It's a weirdly shaped car. Mm-hmm. It's like a Tetromino in a way. Like there's, it's an L-shaped vehicle. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's no wrong way to do this thing we call life these days. That's not true. There's wicked a lot of wrong ways there to is. do it. Get smart. Be smart about it. But take care of yourself with this incredible sedan Rachel and I have created. Yeah. Just thinking about all these little things together in a car is kind of a nice way to like, you know, give yourself some calm. Yeah. But don't steal the, don't, please don't steal the car. This is honor system. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Yeah. Maximum Fun hosts are doing a lot of work right now to produce a lot of great, content every week. And so if you go to MaximumFun.org, you can see a lot of that content and learn about a lot of people out there in the community. They're doing good things. Uh, Yeah, there's a new one called The Outer Reach, which is a short, limited engagement uh, storytelling podcast uh, about, it's it's like a a space sci-fi story uh, that is very, very cool. You probably have heard a promo for it uh, on this show or another, but yeah, check that one out. I think uh, we have done what we usually do for the outro bit for the span of the entire episode. So I think in lieu of just our usual sort of outro, you know, message of suggestion of things to do to make you feel better, maybe I'll just put the whole episode in again (laughs) right now. I like that. And people will tune in and be like, hell yeah, it's like an hour and a half long episode of Wonderful. And now you've realized why. But we can do it, we can run the whole thing in reverse. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Welcome. Thank you. No problem. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? 
And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go, Dale? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast.